Welcome to week 12 in the NFL season. Welcome to another episode here of the Smart Gamble. I'm Norm, of course, joined by Lily and CJ. And another special guest. We're keeping the guests rolling here. We're keeping it in the family. Lily, introduce us. This is my man, John Broning. <laughs> All right. John, welcome to the show. Glad welcome. to have you here. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. And uh, we're uh, we're gonna we're keeping it in a family. What better holiday for the family uh, than Thanksgiving? We're gonna jump uh, into some Thanksgiving talk, uh, games and whatnot as well. Um, before we get into Week Twelve in the NFL, we're gonna have the usual fantasy advice, picks, uh, playoff predictions, stuff like that. But um, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? Besides the football, I, I know there were some weird outcomes in the games, but yeah. <laughs> Yes, there were. <laughs> well, yeah. I actually had the distinct honor of escorting our lucky Lil up to Long Island and got to meet the family where they welcomed this city boy from Philly originally with open arms. Nice. Of course, I laid low about the Philly talk. <laughs> <laughs> but now it was a very, very nice trip. I and we had a very family feud involved, though. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yes. Very yes. spirited game. <laughs> you go first, or you have your well. Question. Let's just say I was uh, I was I was informed ahead of time that there are some spirited games that are played after dinner, and uh, we had quite the interesting round or two or three of family feud where there were some very interesting answers to some very funny questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> As there should be in family feuds. <laughs> yeah. So nice. talk about one of the answers you liked. Well, uh, let's see. We're not gonna say who said it. Nameless. <laughs> one of the questions that came up were if there was something that you could lose, what would you choose? And someone answered their virginity. <laughs> 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 And it wasn't one of the younger people in the family. <laughs> oh, boy. Someone with kids. <laughs> Someone that already had children. <laughs> so there might have been, you know, I'm not sure if there was a glass or two of wine involved or whatever, but. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, was... as there should be. Thanksgiving, <laughs> after all. <laughs> my favorite was my reaction. Well, someone's reaction to one of my questions. And it was, um, which but which body parts continue to grow? So I said penis. <laughs> <laughs> At least we hope anyway. <laughs> and my cousin, my not cousin hair, Henry, not fingernails. <laughs> my cousin Henry said, I can't wait till I get to be 70 years old. <laughs> Nice. I mean, that's, I mean, if you watch the show, like that's, that's half of the, the fun of the show is, is getting Steve Harvey's reaction to, to, to the answers. Yes. That yes. In that show. Absolutely. Yes. Um, all right. Well, how did everyone enjoy the football? Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but the Cowboys Raiders game was the most watched regular season game. Mm. Uh, I think ever in the history wow. of the NFL, there was, I think like almost 35 million people. That uh, mm-hmm. that watched that game, at least regular season game. Obviously, we know playoff games and um, Super Bowl games do get a little bit more viewers than that. But um, it was it, we had a, that was a wild game as well. And I guess uh, is there worries uh, if you're a Dallas fan now? 
I think I think um, both teams yeah. don't play defense very well. They both can score, but um, a lot of penalties right. on both and sides. Obviously, there's that late penalty that every Cowboys fan is bringing up. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think I think both teams will probably be playoff teams. But I think that um, they need to tighten up some things if they want to go far in the playoffs. And the Lions again lose a close one. Just can't quite get that win. Right. Two points. I think- in in this whole this whole era of cancel culture, can we just cancel all the rest of the Lions games? For the rest of the season? <laughs> I mean, does somebody have like naked pictures or inappropriate texts or something? Let's cancel the Lions games now, okay? <laughs> but they're the inter- like they're close games. They've been in so many games. They cover a lot of games too. Can you imagine being a Lions fan though? No, you owe uh, something. Every, every, what, what's, what's your record? Owen something. Whatever so that. Just- Games you played. I don't know. How many games games. you played? We're winless. That's right. (laughs) Um, And then the Bills bounced back in a – it was kind of a snoozer at night there with the Bills bouncing back, uh, beating the Saints in that one. But um, love football on Thanksgiving. It's one of the great – at least we got that close game between the Raiders and and Cowboys. But um, I guess let's jump into some fantasy talk before we get into – I think Thanksgiving is another one of those benchmarks too, right, in the season where it's like, all right, now you look around. I think we know who everyone is. There's no more surprises, really. I think you can get any. Well, I guess we had some surprises we'll talk about last week, too. But That's true. Um, you are who you are at this point. There's no more blaming our schedule or injuries. Or you are who you are at this point. Um, but let's jump into some fantasy. Yeah. So who are some top kickers so far? And who should we look for? Right. So – Let's talk kickers, right? Everyone loves kickers. <laughs> we saw on Thanksgiving how many of those games were decided by kicks. So we had two of the three decided by last uh, last you know minute or so field goals. Right. Um, and kickers, if you do play with kickers in fantasy, I know there has been like a kind of a movement to just remove them at, uh, out of fantasy leagues, but I, I would say most leagues still do play with kickers. Um, if you're in one, it's important still to have one. I think, you know, a lot of people just like, oh, it's a kicker. I'll just play whoever. They can win you and lose you games in fantasy as well. Um, and I, I like this point of the season to kind of look at, you know, who the top kickers are because you'd think, like, if I were to ask you, CJ, who do you think the top kicker is in fantasy? Justin Tucker, you'd think, probably, right? He's the best kicker in the league. I would say Justin Tucker for sure. He's only fifth. Wow. You know, and, and at least, you know, fifth isn't, isn't too bad, but the top kicker so far this season is Nick Folk on the mm-hmm. Patriots. After him, Chris Boswell on the Steelers. You wouldn't think Chris Boswell with that Steelers offense would be one of the top kickers. Um, Greg jo- Joseph uh, of the Vikings, Dan- Daniel Carson of the Raiders are your other top five kickers. Not game, Not names you might expect, so... Um, I think I just this is more of like a tip just to throw out there. Pay attention to your kicker just because you drafted a guy you thought might be good. He might not be performing well. And some people wait till the bye week to like you know, assess their kicker. Make sure you actually got a good kicker going into the playoffs because you lose a playoff game by two, three points. Oh, I could have started this guy. I could have started. You can look at your kicker, too. So it's just sure. kind of a general PSA. And one guy along those lines that you might be worth looking out for. A lot of people drop their kicker when they're on by because they don't want to pick up a second one. The Chiefs are on by this week. Harrison Butker 
uh, might be available in your league if, if that owner dropped him because he's on bye. I know I've been up and down on the Chiefs so far. That offense is now coming around, and mm. the Chiefs do have some nice, juicy matchups come fantasy playoff time. Uh, week 15, they're playing the Chargers, who uh, are a good team and a divisional opponent, but we've seen them be susceptible to letting up points. So if Bucker's available because he was dropped for bye this week, that's a guy you might want to pick up and, and carry into the playoffs. Okay, so who are some plays to avoid this week, Norm? Uh, players to avoid, um, speaking of those Steelers uh, and that offense, I want to avoid it this week against Cincinnati. That Bengals defense has been playing really well. And they also, against wide receivers, have only let up the, uh, the, the second least amount of points versus wide receivers this season. Chase Claypool, do not play him this week. Um, wow. I, I would have, I, and I would even say that in a season long where he might be your guy, I do not want to play Chase uh, Claypool this week. Has not been great since Juju Smith-Schuster went down. Uh, kind of a focal point in that offense now in the passing game. Big Ben's washed up. Let's be serious. That 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 he he's been playing one more year than he probably should. I do not trust Ben getting the ball to Claypool this week. Uh, avoid him. Another guy would be Leonard Fournette against the Colts. Uh, we saw Lily that that yep. Colts pick last week worked out pretty well against a really big <laughs> Bills offense. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more of of Billy, of, of, of uh, that Bills offense. Uh, I think in a, in a minute here, but. Um, Leonard Fournette, very touchdown reliant, has not been finding the end zone. I don't think he finds it on Sunday uh, against the Colts. I agree. All right. If you want any more advice and, uh, of course, more picks at uh, the, the smart gamble at gmail.com, that's how you reach us out for anything to get involved with the show. All right, Lily. Uh, I brought up the Bills. I, I, I want to see where are they at in the power ranking. Let's jump into the power rankings now. Yeah. Okay. Bills are at number seven, previously five. So let's go back to one. Yep. Arizona, previously number four. Is that one? Okay. Number two. Okay. Yep. Number two, Green Bay, previously at one is number two. Number three, Tampa Bay, previously at number six. Number four, Kansas City, previously at number seven. Number five, Dallas, previously at number three. Okay. Yep. New England, number six, previously at number eight. Yeah. Number seven, Buffalo, previously at number five, like we said. Number eight, Tennessee, previously at number two. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. I mean, how can you blame them? <laughs> 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 yep. And number nine, the Rams, they stayed the same. I was they, they, were the, they were nine last week, right? Yeah. Oh, that's about yep. fair. And then 10 is Minnesota, previously at number 14. So they are debuting. I was going to say, that's got to be the first time the Vikings have shown up in the power rankings. It is. Yeah, a couple thoughts for me. I I thought that the Patriots would be a little bit higher than where they are now. Yeah, me too. Um, And I just don't trust Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he throws for a million yards every year. And every year his team is eight and eight. So I I just don't trust that guy. He's going to find some way to lose, the, to really blow games for that team. So Lily and I, I were just talking about that this morning, CJ. Kirk Cousins has 21 touchdowns to just two interceptions so far this season mm. and uh, almost 2,800 yards throwing so far. But like you mentioned, the Vikings are five and five. 
fringe playoff team right now, and he's Kirk Cousins. So like no one is talking about him and the great season he's having because it's like because like you said, once the prime time games start, once the big games, the the games that really mean it in the playoffs, we know he's not going to show up. Games against teams with winning records, games in prime time, he will find a way to blow it for you. Trust me on that one, guys. Yep. Well. Number he's number five in the in the quarterback index. Wow, her cousin, and the biggest, the biggest enigma I've ever seen in the game. Of <laughs> I know, right? So and he's, Dak he's Prescott, also the richest enigma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Dak Prescott was dethroned by Tom Brady for the number one spot. So blow uh-huh. me, Michael Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Kirk Cousins is part of the math Matthew Stafford effect. Where puts up big numbers. Cousins has been more efficient as far as uh, interceptions go in his career versus Stafford. But yeah. again, and and that move in the off season last year before the Super Bowl really blew my mind when the Rams gave up what I consider a king's ransom and probably more than any other team did since the Herschel Walker trade right. back in the day with the with the Cowboys to get him over Jared Goff. I don't know what Jared Goff did to tick someone off in the Rams organization, but <laughs> I really don't think that they've really upgraded that much. And, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. That's mm. No, that's the funny thing, John, is is everyone thought Stafford to the Rams was going to put them over the top. You know, they, they only put up three points in that Super Bowl uh, against the Patriots, and they just needed that extra oomph. And it really – They've been good. Like the Rams, we can't say the Rams haven't been good, but they haven't been much better. But then you go look at Jared Goff on the Lions and they're winless. So, like, I I do think he's an upgrade over Goff because I don't think Goff is a great quarterback, but it still hasn't meshed in L.A. Yeah, I just don't think he was worth mortgaging their immediate future with the younger team that they have. But Now they they brought in Beckham which was perfect timing because who expected, you know, you know, Woods to go down, but um, you know, it just, uh, it just seems like they're a little snake bitten and Mm. you know, they're, they're, they're treading very light water right now, which I'll I'll get into when we start talking about the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Right. So Lily, let's jump into, uh, I I love this part of this show where we got the, uh, the daddy of the week and the, should ask player of the week coming up. Who's your what daddy? Who's your daddy? Well, let's start off with bonehead pick of the week. Mm-hmm. Of course, just about everybody had Tennessee to cover 10 and a half over Houston in Houston. Right. Except for CJ. CJ had it. So that was my bonehead pick of the week. Right. But, uh, but the Texans, they've been playing close games too. They're kind of like the Lions. Yep. Yeah, I think I think Tyrod Taylor every once in a while has a pretty good game, and he had a good game the other day. And Texas uh, Titans just got caught flat-footed, so it was a perfect storm. Yep. Yeah, and Houston moved up in the power rankings from thirty-two to twenty-nine this week. Mm. So who's that? Who's that put at thirty-two then? Detroit. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> right, right. I should I should have realized that. I was expecting one of our teams to be down there. Yeah, Detroit has a permanent a permanent lease. At least with the option to buy on that last spot. So long-term yes. lease. All right. Well, let's get some positivity going. Lily, who's your daddy of the week? 
Okay, well, everyone knows John's my daddy. (laughs) (laughs) My daddy of the week is um, Jonathan Taylor, running back for the Colts. Mm. Unbelievable. And that was my pick last week. I was saying, won you that pick outright. I mean, geez, five touchdowns. Yep. And not just this week, but eight straight games. He rushed for over 100 yards, plus had a touchdown in eight straight games. Which I believe broke the record. I think Ladanian Tomlinson. It ties the record. It ties the record. record. Mm -hmm. He's he's vying to break it this week. Yes. He ain't slowing down. So. (laughs) (laughs) And incidentally, he's actually edged out some of the quarterbacks who have been discussed as MVP, which will be the first time in a very long time. Yep. that a running back would take that honor. Yep. And deservedly so. Right. How yeah. Can not? I like the guy, again, I, and I think that would probably have a very similar conversation as if Derrick Henry was still playing. I right. think he was by far the MVP of the league. Jonathan Taylor is doing the exact same things that Derrick Henry was doing, running it really hard. The Colts yep. are doing really well because they run it all the time. Play defense. So, and they play defense. Absolutely. All right. Who's your shit ass player of the week? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Ah. Four interceptions. What the freak? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because there have been some questions about how effective Ryan Tannehill is when he doesn't have that strong running game to lean against. And now I might be seeing some of the things that we saw before where he just, you know, kind of falls apart without a really, really good running game. So we'll see how it no goes. Derek, going, going no forward. Derek Henry banged up Julio Jones, and now this week, A.J. Brown is out. A.J.'s out. I so, I, I could have, you know, players to avoid uh, in the fantasy, I didn't even bother putting Tannehill, but mm. go play Tannehill this week. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Lily, we're going to get to your winning picks in a few moments here because, uh, as we can see, again, you're not in the bikini because you just literally every single show <laughs> – Pick winners. No, this is this is me. <laughs> <laughs> but Hayden with a surprise couple winners last week as well. Let's get into Hayden's pick. Yeah. Um, okay, so this week Hayden's got a surprise pick. He's picking Miami. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. And that's and- coming off what two winners last week with uh with Washington and Minnesota, both winning outright. Yep. 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 And okay. I and I openly questioned Hayden's picks last week. I totally apologize to Hayden the cat. <laughs> put me on record. Well, CJ, we did have have to put him in a yeah, therapy yeah. session this week, you know, just because his feelings got hurt a little bit. But he's <laughs> well, over look at that now. stare he's giving you. CJ. Yeah, he's <laughs> giving me the stink eye now. <laughs> Never again will I question you, Hayden. Never again. <laughs> I'm noticing. I'll throw this out there. I'm noticing a trend in Hayden's picks here. I remember the first week we had Hayden on making the pick. He picked the Panthers. And I was like, oh, some feline loyalty. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, last week and again this week, he's picking against the Panthers. Yep. A little feline rivalry going on here. Okay. (laughs) I see you. All right. As a cat, he's very finicky. (laughs) <laughs> so. just like us <laughs> so miami against carol over carolina is hayden's pick mm. uh well before we jump into your pick lily do you have a movie quote this week yes but let me go into last week first um, right yeah um 
he's he carries that thing like a loaf of bread. Anybody know what movie that's from? I don't know. I you told me it, but I did not know beforehand. Al Pacino, Any Given Sunday. Ah, okay. That's one of those lines if you you got to think of the voice saying it. Al Pacino's delivery in that uh, right movie. Right. Great, but one of the better football movies though. Mm. Definitely, definitely. All right, so this week's quote. You ready? Yes. You guys are gonna. You guys are definitely gonna know this one. All right. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger to those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. I think I know it. <laughs> I think I know it. It sounds familiar, but it's not. I can't quite put my finger on that one. <laughs> hmm. Bonus points if you know the actor and the movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Big bonus points. Big bonus points. Well, if you do know the answer to that one, if you're or if you're struggling like me, you can maybe try and come up with it. But uh, the smart gamble at gmail.com is how you can submit your answer uh, for that one for the gift card. Yep. Mm. Yep. All right. Before we get into CJ's, uh, before we get into Lily's lock of the week, CJ, I know you've got a lock of the week as well as as a stay away game. Um, but before we do that, we kind of want to update the playoff predictions. Um, there's been some shakeups, and I guess the Titans are kind of one that we all were on. Are we still thinking the Titans will make the playoffs, though? Well, I think they're eight and three right now, so I they think are. it'll be it'll be pretty hard for them not to make the playoffs. Right. So they're I think I think they division. get in. Yeah. I think they get in. Um, the teams that I like in the AFC uh, that I may not have liked as much before are certainly New England right now. Yeah. And believe it or not, I like the way Indy is playing. We mentioned them earlier. Indy is playing the game the way I love to play the game. It's hard-nosed. It's old school. They run it. They play good defense. I think they right now are on the outside looking in. I think they get in to playoffs at some point in the AFC. I completely agree with you. And I think there's one team, because obviously someone's going to have to drop out of the current playoff standings for them to jump in. I mentioned it earlier. I think the Steelers are going to start downfalling. Injuries on defense are catching up, and, and Ben Roethlisberger's age, I think, is catching up. Uh, John, what do you think about the AFC so far? Well, in the AFC in the East, it's pretty much coming down to a two-team race between Buffalo and New England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, New England is on fire with a five-game winning streak, and they don't see any signs of stopping that. Um, as far as the North goes, the Ravens are on top, but the rest of the division is still very much in play there. There's not a lot of uh, uh, distance between them from top to bottom. I love my Bengals. Mm. Yep. Me too. And, and it's, it's going to be very interesting coming down the stretch. As far as the South goes, as CJ mentioned, the Titans are on top for now. However, the Colts are also red hot winners of their last three games. And they're just – they're clicking on all cylinders, it seems like. As far as the West goes, the Chiefs, they're definitely in the catbird seat. But by far, it's one of the closest divisions from top to bottom with literally two and a half games separating the four teams. Yeah, that West is – and then I think that's the cream of the crop right there. It might be the West with the, with the Chargers and the Chiefs. Because I know I've, I've been on a roller coaster following the Chiefs this season. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you could potentially see three teams come out of that division. With the actual absolutely with the Raiders, yeah. How can we forget they just won on Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the Raiders show that they could really score some points if they can figure things out on defense a little bit more. I think they might be a difficult team to play in the playoffs. And when you think about what they've gone through this season, 
True. You can't that that I think you brought it up, CJ. Was it the last week or two weeks ago? That galvanizes a team sometimes, mm. and and you got to watch out for teams that are playing together like that. That's true. I mean, I, about, I know that I know the Cowboys aren't the best team on defense, as was uh, discussed earlier, but the Raiders they amassed over 500 yards of offense in that game. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. I mean, both quarterbacks put up great numbers. But one of the things that we're not uh, uh, focusing on, but we'll get to it eventually when we get to the NFC side of the coin, where did Zeke Elliott go? Like, I know he's been banged up. Yeah. Why are they, why are they continuing to put him out there instead of resting him? I think that's the discussion they're having right now is, is whether they need to put him on the IR for three weeks and, and, and get him right because – I don't think I think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. Like, um, yeah. I, so, John, I, th- I heard you mentioned you're, you're you're from Philly. Are you an Eagles fan? Yes, I'm a lifetime I'm a lifetime Eagles fan, um, and I have I have a lot to share in a short amount of time about the NFC East, which I was going to hold off until last. So, I mean, if you want to jump in, yeah, into jump 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 into it. Yeah. For, okay. Well, all right. So we kind of went through the the AFC. Okay. Now, in the NFC, as far as the West is, I mean, Arizona is obviously in control, and they're a perfect 4-0 in their division. So the Rams are starting to fade. They dropped their last two games. So it's pretty safe to say that Arizona is going to be a lock to definitely oh, get yeah. into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Um, and then if you run down to the South, the Buccaneers or the Buccaneers, Tom Brady, the <laughs> coach, the champs. they're in the driver's seat, same as Green Bay in the NFC North, both – both teams hold a two-and-a-half game lead over their respective divisions. But as far as the East goes, and this is where things kind of get interesting, the Cowboys, who were pretty much a consensus picks to run away with the division, yep. have dropped their last two games, and it opened a door for their division rivals and my Eagles, who have won their last two games, have discovered that there's a run game in Philly, mm. which is really helping Jalen Hurts big time because I think they put too much on his shoulders in the beginning of the year, expecting too much for him in his, we'll call it his sophomore year, but he only started a few, a handful of games last year. Right. True. So now both teams, their remaining schedule pretty much is it within the division with, with the exception that um, the Eagles, they do have a bye week coming up. Uh, They still have two games against the giants. One of which is going to be very pivotal this week in order to keep pace and be two games back. They have another one against the Jets in New York. They play Washington at a home and away. And then they finish the season with the Cowboys at home. So the Eagles don't have to really travel down the stretch. And that's not the toughest schedule either. No, it's (laughs) not. Those are winnable games. Correct. Now, Dallas, on the other hand, their next three games are on the road at New Orleans, at Washington, which is always a tough game in the division, regardless, and at the Giants, which is another – you know, it, it, it's a game that the players get up for because they play the teams twice every year. Yep. So then they they return home. They host Washington again. Then they have Arizona at home before they have to come to Philly. So if both teams do what they have to do, it could come down to the last two weeks of the season. Mm. And I, I and believe they play the last week of the season too. So they that, do on that, Jan- that was Jan- a team that I, you got to keep an eye on them. I know everyone kind of counted them out. They might be the bottom feeder in the NFC East before the season started. 
I think they're the most competitive out of out of the other three. I am my Giants ain't gonna do anything, and Washington's <laughs> hovering around there. But well, I, I think there. quite honestly, I think they're the biggest surprise this year because no one expected them to do anything no. this year. And Hurts um, has proven it. If if I have a fantasy for the Super Bowl, which I know has zero chance of coming through, I would love to see Indianapolis play the Eagles. That- the Wentz plays against the Eagles because I think one of the biggest mistakes the Eagles made since they won a Super Bowl was they let Wright go, who was the main reason why I think they were so successful. Yep. And what did he do? He plucked Wentz away because he knows how to handle Wentz. The Absolutely. Eagles completely mishandled him altogether. They, they really dropped the ball on him, and I think he is a talent. He does have his quirks, but with that being said, the only thing I know is we're at least probably going to get a number one pick out of them this year. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, the Colts, if the Colts make the playoffs, it's going to be even easier for you to get to get that uh, that first round pick. Correct. All yeah, right, yeah. CJ. Okay, what? actually, I, I was going to do one real quick back and forth with John here because you're a Philly guy, and so I was wanted to quickly get your feeling or or the pulse of the Eagles nation as far as what are they thinking about Jalen Hurts right now? Is he the guy going forward? Or are they can looking for a quarterback sometime in the near future. What's what's the feeling in Philadelphia about about Jalen Hurts? Well, from what I'm reading and what I'm hearing uh, through local contacts, it's a wait and see process with him. They're going to evaluate at the end of the year. They're more than likely going to have three number one picks because they have Miami's number one pick this year. They're going to have their own, and they're going to have a number one pick for Wentz. Conditionally, as long as he, I believe he has to finish the season 70% of the starts on offense if they make the playoffs, yep. which it looks like they will, or 75% if they don't. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see them drafting three first rounders. I see them trying to get cute and package something, maybe for the future or for a player. There were some rumblings that they may offer three number ones and a player for Russell Wilson in the offseason which I don't think is a very smart move No, given the fact that he's on the downside of his career. I mean, I love the guy. He's a class act and an excellent, you know, tactician on the field, almost like another, you know, head coach on the field, but I just don't think it's the fit. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, I mean, we haven't even seen Minishu take the field. They had Flacco. They dealt <laughs> Flacco to the Jets. So I think they're in flux and they really want to see what they have. And if Hertz does pan out, keep in mind that he was a second round pick, which is going to be a lot less costly for them right. in the immediate future. That's true. 100%. And they're, they're a little stressed with salary cap right now. Right. Yeah, that, that's the issue. And if you've got a cheap quarterback, you just got to ride them until, you know, you, you can't, you literally can't anymore. All right, CJ, what do you have for your pick of the week this week before we get to Lily's? I'm taking a hard look at the Browns-Ravens game Sunday night. Uh, Baltimore always seems to step it up on prime time. They're playing at home. They've had a couple of um, sick illness injuries recently. Right. But most importantly, I like trends. Um, uh, he is 4-1 and one against Browns in his career, as is Lamar Jackson. So, wow. in other words, he owns them. <laughs> so, I, I look for Baltimore to kind of bounce back. They've been kind of scuffing a little bit lately. They, they, they get healthy <laughs> against the Browns, who are kind of figuring out – you know, is is uh, Baker Mayfield too hurt to play? You know, can they run the ball? Can they play defense? They're really, really taking a, a difficult time in their, with the media and the fans. I think Baltimore takes advantage of this, and I think Baltimore beats them up. On All Sunday right. Night. 
lay the play the points with the ball with the Ravens then is, is CJ's pick. All right. Now what everyone's been waiting for, the literally doesn't miss pick of the week here. Lily getting lucky with Lily. Lily, what do we have this week? Surprise us okay. again. Okay, we have Minnesota Vikings to cover against the 49ers, three and a half points. Wow. wow. Niners have been thing. playing pretty well too lately, but you know, how can you they're probably gonna win outright? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That is your lucky with Lily pick of the week. Oh, I, mean, right. I like it, John. I like nice. it. Again, nice. I think what this is what the sixth episode, I believe, of the Smart Gamble. Uh, Lily gave out two picks the first week. Right. So, so that's six for six. That's seven. Uh, yeah, six and six. No, it'll be six seven and seven, I believe. Seven, seven and oh. Seven, yeah, seven for seven. Um, yeah. Well, probably going to go eight for eight here if you're yeah, taking there, there we go. Uh, the, the, the pick right there for this week. Uh, if you want any more info, thesmartgamble at gmail.com. If you want any more picks from Lily, uh, that's how you can get it. If you want some fantasy advice, if you want to submit your answer for the uh, the movie quote question of the week as well, thesmartgamble right. at gmail.com. Um, all right, guys. We're wrapping it up. Week 12, Thanksgiving week. Getting into the uh, – it's going to be December <laughs> next week. Yeah. Believe it or not, we're getting to the nitty-gritty here. And by the way, I'm running down to Mount Airy Casino later today to put that pick in. There you go. Money. I, money if, if you're not if you're not taking Lily's picks, you're literally just forfeiting money. You're you're, you're just letting it you're letting it sit there on the side of the road and let someone else pick it up. That's right. So, there you go. Um, for John and John again, thank you for coming on the show. We'll definitely have to have much. you back sometime. Nice job, John. For CJ and for, of course, Lily, I'm Norm. Thank you again for tuning in here to the Smart Gamble. We'll talk to you next week. Yes. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. I'm not wearing any pants. (laughs) Sorry, Dad.